Girls, welcome. This is our first podcast, Strong Girls Talk, and this is episode one. Uh, we are talking about why women train and why uh, we train specifically. Uh, so we're going to delve into, I guess, our story so you can get to know us a little bit better, especially on this first podcast. We're so excited to have you guys listening. So please enjoy, give us feedback, comment, like, and share. Thanks, girls, and enjoy. Welcome to the Strong Girls Talk podcast, ladies. We're here to talk all things fitness, mindset, and health practical to the women we train. My name's Ellie, and along with my sister Georgia and cousin Kayla, our mission is to empower you to be stronger and fitter, not only physically, but mentally as well, ready for all that life throws at you. As coaches of our own gym providing functional fitness for women, we not only coach our clients on how to do deadlifts, squats, and pull-ups, but we also want to help you on your journey of self-confidence and body love. We love coaching our clients and now we want to pass on the best practices we've discovered over our combined decade in the fitness industry to help you achieve your personal best. So if you're looking to improve your life with awesome breakthroughs, advice on nutrition, training and mindset specifically for women, you've come to the right place. We're on a mission of personal development and happiness in our bodies, minds and we can't wait to take you all along for the journey. So here we go, girls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is our first podcast. Um, I think we're calling it Strong Girls Talk. Um, but if because we're that, strong. Because we're strong girls. How um, good. But I don't know if we are going to call that, but if we don't, I'll just cut this shit up, so that's fine. <laughs> Um, so my name's Ellie, I am a head owner and coach at Tone Athletica, a women's gym in Bookvale. And slash vacuum cleaner, toilet cleaner. Yeah, slash all the coach, coach <laughs> slash all the stuff in the gym. Um, and we essentially coach women to be more empowered in their training and, self, and give them self-confidence. Um, along with my sister Georgia, who coaches here and also at an F45. Um, Say hello, Georgia. Hi. So we can get to know your voice. Get to know this voice. That's not this your real voice. That's not your real voice. <laughs> like just like this. Can I just say, who sits in a gym on a Friday night, drinking some wine, speaking into a microphone? I'm drinking a really sweet. Well, I'm drinking. Drink, to be honest, <laughs> I'm drinking soda water. I've just added a bunch of dextrose I mean, to it, so it's just sugar. Mm. And Kayla's drinking soda water, and George is drinking wine. Because I'm so. a grandma. Yeah. I feel like there's two wines here. It's one for everyone. That just speaks just speaks to you. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, and this is Kayla. Oh, yeah, sorry. This is Kayla. <laughs> this is Kayla's voice. All that, Kayla. Don't worry about her. Don't worry about her. She's just a cousin. Yeah. So Kayla's our cousin, um, and she also is a physio, and she does coach at Tone Athletica as well, but also does massage and physio at various places. So if you want to have a chat, various locations. yourself. I feel like it's just a long-winded process. But yeah, basically I'm a physio. I've uh, worked as a PT, degree in exercise and sports science, and yeah. We're here. She's in the industry. Yes. Yeah, so I think Need combined... <laughs> combined we have like probably over 20, 25 years of experience in the fitness industry. Yeah. I'm just gonna put that. Up. Yeah, no, no, I'd say so. I mean, about just a really seven. high number, so yeah. we sound really good. But um, um, essentially, what we want to do with this podcast is just kind of give our. Thoughts I'm not even twenty five years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've been, so you've been how long? You've been in the fitness industry for though? Five years. Five years. So I mean, seven. three years. I'm sorry, seven already. <laughs> <laughs> bumping up that number. Twenty two years. 
Um, yeah, so essentially what we wanted to do is just give our thoughts and um, hopefully help women um, in their endeavours to follow their fitness and health dreams um, and give you some insights into, I guess, how we have made this fitness lifestyle a bit of a reality for ourselves. And feel free to, uh, you know, ask us or give some input onto anything you guys want to hear as well because that's what's going to make it either succeed or... Fashion burn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. Fashion exactly. burn, you know, whatever. Yep. We'll, we'll just, we just have a good chat anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess today I wanted to talk about, like, why women train and, I guess, specifically, like, our fitness journeys because I think uh, if you are starting out on the fitness journey or you're already in it, um, it's good to know other people's journeys to, I guess, have an idea of, like, where you're going to go next and what you want to do. Um, Popular. So, I think I'll just start with my general story, which I'm sure a lot of women have gone through, and that is the, I was 16, I realised that uh, my body wasn't what I thought it should be in terms of what society demanded of me, Um, so I went on a crazy low-calorie diet for years, Um, and... And what was that stereotype? Sorry. What was that stereotype? Well, I think in the 90s and 2000s, it was more like heroin chic. So, uh, but yeah, there was an actual... There I've was never a, heard of heroin chic before, but I've seen people on heroin. Too too long. Long. No, there was a beauty trend called heroin chic, and it was like Kate Mosses of the world. Um, and We're too young for that job. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And, well, it was pretty ingrained in the sense that you did heroin so that you could be skinny and the skinny models then got chosen to represent the brands and that perpetuated the idea of you had to be that skinny to to kind of be a model yeah Um, let's just say that ellie's 27 yeah yeah, 28 in a month i'm 27 in a month george's 23 23 yeah um so this idea of heroin chic was I guess it must have just been really ingrained from when I was younger as well, and probably younger than 16, you know, probably 10 or so. Mm. Um, and I just remember feeling, because uh, I had hips, I had boobs, I had broad shoulders, I was quite athletic, and I just remember feeling immense pressure Bit to... Bit chub chub? I don't think I... Well, I think if I looked back at myself uh, in though like when I was 16, I don't think I was that chubby. I think I, I, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no. I think I gained like a bit of weight maybe in my like when I was like 17 18 but in terms of like being overweight I, I was never like yeah no. you would never be like oh that's a you know fat person <laughs> if that makes sense I was never like overweight I never had ex- like a lot of excess fat um but it was just in my eyes I felt like I really had to spend hours on the treadmill you know I remember getting up at um, you know, five fifty to catch the five fifty five bus to go to Chatswood and spend an hour on the treadmill at Fitness First before I went to school, and then I went straight after school and spent another hour on the elliptical. Um, yeah, that kind of sounds a little bit similar. Yeah, calorie counting sounds like it sucks to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of it anything did. worse. <laughs> Um, and now, well, if you, I think if you look at that type of fitness regime that I had back then versus how we train now, it's, you know, worlds apart. Um, and also the, I guess the, um, the mindset of how I train is completely Mm. different. You know, I'm not training to be heroin chic or train for an aesthetic. 
I'm training for performance and to feel better about myself and actually grow and develop as an athlete, yeah. which I think is really important. And the idea that everyone should be this one body type is just totally ridiculous, mainly because obviously everyone is born with completely different body types. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like for 90% of people it sucks yeah. because you're supposed to feel insecure because you don't have that 10% body type. Mm. And there's all different types of bodies and everyone's you either have broad shoulders wide hips or you're square or you're skinny or you're tall or you're yeah. pear-shaped triangle shaped so you just like if you so want to un- it's so unfair yeah. that there's this one skinny square type that is attractive and i'm not saying it's not attractive i'm just saying it's not the only attractive yeah. if body. you want to get into the science of it behind it there are three main body types is the meat or three you know broad categories everyone sort of spread yeah. across like the continuum but you've got your mesomorphs which are your predominantly muscle um based body types ellie's just showing her muscles there uh then you've got, got mesomorph over here <laughs> then you've got your ectomorphs which are that sort of you know naturally skinny pointing to georgia I'm ecto- that, oh so that makes me the endomorph <laughs> <laughs> the endomorphs carry more sort of the body fat but um um but well, then, yeah, you've got all different types. You've got hourglass, yeah, pear. Yeah. Well, you have t- like different. you have, I guess, um, uh, variations of that. So Georgia would be ectomeso, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ectomeso, for example. Yeah, nice. Made um, that rhyme. <laughs> I don't think any of us are endo. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, um, endomeso, probably, probably more meso, but a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got a bit of endo in there. <laughs> a little sprinkle. Um, but, but just back to that point where it's um, talking about like that's what the what women feel pressured to be. I feel like we all just became meso. <laughs> Might have started yeah. as something else. Um, just taking you back to that point, um, it's unfortunately what society, and I think it's a bit of a mistake by society, yeah, they've definitely. decided that this is what the beauty standard will be. And God then, damn it, it's unfair. Yeah, you have to fit within this box to actually feel good about yourself. But if you, and even if you do fit in that box, like the amount of people that come in that you would think would uh, be so stoked on their body, like yeah. you, know, you surely do not need Yeah, anything. love yourself. Yeah, surely you just like strut around and be like, I am the shit. I, I'm I, a size the, six. I won the genetic lottery. I'm a size six. I don't need to worry about anything, but it's not even like that. They're like, so I've got like a millimetre of fat. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem. And yeah, so yeah even... and, but some people I do think, like some people are skinny and I think it, it, like it is changing a little bit. Like I think people are more into like that fitness, athletic body shape. I, but, but I do is... think there are, there definitely are skinny people who want to have more muscle. Like I, I have a friend yeah, no, who, I agree. who, you know, she's like, oh, I look like a child. But I mean, like, that's, also, that's also, um, I suppose, this, the pressures that society has placed on you. Yeah. So. I think the big thing is that you should have what you don't have. you got to embrace yeah, your body of. type. If you're yeah. skinny, you're skinny. Like, you're not necessarily going to be lifting 100 kilos over your head. That's fine. Do what you can do with your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that also comes back to one point that I wanted to make, which was about intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. So um, I suppose intrinsic motivation is where you get pulled from within. So it's something that you in- internally you're driven to do. Whereas extrinsic is very much um, external factors, so your parents say you should or society thinks that it's a better idea that you get this job over that job, for example. Um, The best example I can give is when I was running on the treadmill, doing all 
back in the day doing treadmill running, eating low calories. I was doing it for a very extrinsic reason. I was being pulled by, um, I was being pulled by those external factors which were society said I should be in this category of, of women to feel good about myself. And it never really led to any satisfaction. It never really led to any kind of progression or achievement or, or happiness. Even when I hit my, my weight goals, you know, it was always like, oh, well, now I'm there. Like, what do I need to do next? Because I don't, I still don't feel like I'm, I'm there. Mm. And it's chasing something that you're never really going to be satisfied with. Mm. And they've done studies where it says that ext- whenever you chase extrinsic motivation, like you're never as happy as when you hit like an inter- like your internal goals, if that makes sense. And now we train for intrinsic reasons, and I think you'd really agree, like we probably all do. It's really easy to keep those goals. It's really easy to train. Like we don't mm. have a problem with going to the gym and every day and eating well and, and doing those things because there's that internal motivation which pulls us along and it's and coming from within rather than and it's that's the cause of the happiness and feeling better about ourselves and actually enjoying what we do rather mm. than being like oh shit I need to get skinny because otherwise boys aren't gonna like me I'm not gonna you mm. know be accepted by people. Um, people are going to, you know... Judge. Judge me enough. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, that was a very deep introduction there. Judgment doesn't really exist. Sorry? No. Judgment, it doesn't exist. It's an idea in your head. Yeah, I think you make a lot of things up mm. in your head. Like, so, for example, <laughs> I remember um, when I was younger, I was always really conscious of, um, like, my cellulite. And when I sat, like, I always would hold my hand kind of behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I was always really, I'm like. I'm just, like, completely lazy with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bane of my existence. Tell so you, you feel like you still, like, haven't kind of accepted it? or No. no? no. Still hate it? Yes. Mm. <laughs> That's interesting. interesting. Oh, okay. very interesting. <laughs> interesting. No, I, I think that I, like, I'm still probably conscious of it, but, like, way less. Everyone's like, got their demons. Yeah. 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 But way less than what I would be, like, back in the day. Like, I wouldn't wear certain things because I would be, like, really, really conscious. Like, I like, oh, no, yeah. I can't even. I, like, I wouldn't even say that you have, either of you have so light on your legs. <laughs> Or ever have had, you know what I mean? So it's just something that yeah, you've made it's, up it's in your, your mind. Yeah, it's your own perception of yourself, yeah. I've never looked at your legs and been like, ooh. But, so like, what a waste of time. <laughs> like, what a waste of time you're spending Why all that, like, that? energy yeah. and focus yeah. Yeah, like, sure. on such bullshit. Yeah. Like, it's really sad. <laughs> Love is. yourself. I'm, like, I'm so sad that I, like, spent so much time, like, Worry. worrying about it. Yeah. yeah. And I think it is always a continual process to, you know, accept yourself as well. To enlightenment. <laughs> What's that? To enlightenment. George <laughs> is getting deep. <laughs> is enlightenment. Yeah. We will talk about, I think, quite a few different topics in this podcast. I think, um... Not just training and nutrition, but also mindset. Mm. Um, you might want to talk about a little bit of spirituality and stuff like that, Georgia. You no, no. To offer on that. Feminism was my thing. Oh, <laughs> feminism. Okay, we'll talk about that. Um, relationships, on. sex, everything. Uh, <laughs> I think we should get into that. That's the, that's the juicy stuff. That's what people want to hear about. Yeah, but mum might. <laughs> Whatever, she's cool with it. Well, we don't school. have to talk personally, but just... <laughs> Kayla, what's your fitness journey? That Poop you... habits. Oh, yeah. We can we can do movements. We could uh. Let's well yeah. Ellie, why don't you Ellie's ask a little bit about your um 
Ali's got lots of good bowel movements. All right, so um, yeah, basically, I've always sort of been like since I was really young, a really sporty person. I guess I was always like the tomboy. Um, Me and my friends were just like playing soccer with the boys. So I've always sort of been into um, lots of sports. Yeah, (laughs) one of the boys. Um. Yeah, so I, I guess I just grew up, you know, playing all those sports and stuff. And then when I finished high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, so I had a year off and I just, um, you know, worked and did all that sort of thing. And then went to uni and I just, I just did what I loved. So I did my exercise and sports science degree. Didn't even know. I, was, I thought I'd do like nutrition and, and dietetics after that. Um, but I ended up getting to physio and and went down that path as well, um, which I absolutely love. Like I, I definitely think I did the right thing there. Um, at the same time I was studying, I did a PT uh, course as well. So I was working as a PT throughout uni. Um, I played a little bit of uh, American football at one I stage. <laughs> yeah, well, we get that can be one of the subjects about this feminism thing that we're talking about. Um, That'll be an interesting debate. Yeah, <laughs> we will. Have <laughs> Things could get spicy. Um, yeah, so I guess that's basically me. Um, what um, would you say your overall overriding um, philosophy on health and fitness? Yeah, so. I've grown up that it just makes me feel good. Like I exercise because it makes me feel good. I don't really feel like, you know, I have to go to the gym and, you know, to look good. I guess I've, I've always sort of trained to perform well rather than to look a certain way, I guess. And I think that's what's kept me going really. Like, you know, from within like that intrinsic motivation like you talked Mm. about as well, like just wanting to, like I did athletics and things growing up, just, you know, wanting to sort of, you know, be the best that I can be. Um, And whenever I have sort of gone off on that, you know, feeling like I'm not good enough in certain areas of my body or whatever, whenever I do that sort of training to look good, then I don't, I don't really feel good and I don't see the results and it just, it's just not that motivating. So I definitely think having having a goal that's bigger oh, that's than you, like like you know, I've had something to train for. I had uh, the football to train for, or you know, wanting to like, get a chin up. This, yeah, exactly. Like wanting to get like for you guys, like wanting to get into the regionals, into the CrossFit, or something like that. Having something that's not just about. Mm. you know that and it could be as simple as doing a push-up on your toes yeah exactly and like then when you train for that and then you get that that's yeah. like real happiness and once you start once you start feeling it like you'll feel it before you see it you mm. know and once you once you start feeling it then it's just easy to keep going and then the results just come yeah like it's like with anything mm-hmm. like when you stop sort of chasing that yeah. that thing and just be happy with comes. where you are and and what you're doing then that's yeah. when it comes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. It just it right. comes effortlessly, really. Like yeah. yeah, people need to stop focusing so much on what's you know happening in the future and you know what they perceive as what is going to make them happy and focus more on, like what the process is and where they're at right now. Enjoy I think. the process. Yeah. yeah, and that's the whole point. Like you're never going to enjoy where you are now if you're 
constantly comparing yeah. yourself to what you should be or in what the future, you, what you yeah, perceive exactly. you should be. It's always, I've always found with my training, I've always wanted to like do this or do that. And then when I kind of just like stopped focusing on that, eventually six months got by and I'm like, oh, I've do it. I'm able I'm to exactly. do all that stuff that I wanted to be able to do, yeah. and then another six, and I'm, and then I think about what I want to do next, and just another six months goes by. I'm training because I love it, and then it's like, oh wow, now I can do all this new stuff that I couldn't do six months ago, and that's like, <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. that's that not focusing on the future so much. Yeah, when it when to, it just happens, you just yeah, I agree. It. You have to be more in the now, and that's something mm-hmm. I think. I like definitely have goals and stuff like yeah. that. No, definitely. You don't want to be chasing the yeah. future. So there's a difference between having like goals and aspirations. Um, so when versus, um, I suppose, putting like the pressure on yourself to be at those goals like right now. Like if you're constantly living in the future, like well, mm. why am I there? Why am I there? Why am I there? And you can never just be you, happy. You can never just be happy with. Take a moment and be like, I'm fucking yeah, rocking like, this shit. Hell yeah, I'm doing back squats today. Like, you know. Who, and I who, love it. Yeah, and I love it. And it's know? not like, if I do 20 more of these, will my ass get a bit bigger so that mm. boys will look at it? No, you're just like, man, my legs I saw this ad the other day. It came up on my Facebook and this guy was like, do you want to get an ass that's going to make the guys go crazy? Well, follow my glute program and I'll just like, whoa! Like, <laughs> that is not cool with me. Yeah. So why was that cool with you? Tell me more about that. Uh, I just, well, first of all, what we've been talking about, the main thing is like intrinsic motivation. Like that is not a healthy motivation. Firstly, because if you don't have the genetics to build a big bum, you're not going to. So don't, no, no, don't bother. But like don't train for that reason. Mm. Train, do squats because you want to get strong Strong, legs. yeah, yeah. And um, or whatever it is, do glute exercises for activation purposes and stuff like that. And then it was like to make the guys go crazy like that's an even like it's not even worse it's just like another sort of uh negative motivation like Mm. to get guys to like you because you know what if you don't get it then you're never gonna get a boyfriend and (laughs) goes on Um, do it because you want to exactly do it because you want to not because i think it's gonna make a guy go crazy for you well there's definitely like a problem i think within the fitness industry about the like you Mm. can be the best like PT or fitness trainer that there is, mm. but if you're not like the best marketer, like mm. you're probably not going to be successful. But you could be like an amazing marketer and a shit house PT, mm. yeah. But you'll still reach more people because you're a good marketer, yeah. And like, I don't know how successful that guy was or whatever. Like I've, I've never seen him before, to be honest. His ad was looked like it was quite pricey, so maybe yeah, maybe maybe successful. I don't know, but <laughs> probably is. <laughs> maybe yeah. he's making a lot of money. I don't I feel like probably like ninety five percent of chicks would be like, uh, "Give me, give me the program." <laughs> I need that program for my ass. Yeah, but I think that shows that just shows about society. And I'm not saying I'm not like dissing people who want that. I think that's like the majority of people. Well, we've all been there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, if I was certainly younger, like that would be something that I would be like, "Oh my god, what is this ass building program?" Yeah, tell me. Tell give me. me your secret. All that Show time spent running on the treadmill wasn't going to get that up. <laughs> many years wasted yeah but um so i think it's most people but it just shows you kind of where we're at as a society and what's important to us and what what people want obviously that's what people want i think there's like a we're here to change that yeah like there's a responsibility if you're in the fitness industry to not like sell (laughs) shit house programs like that like seriously like to be honest you know 
for me, when I see something that I just see like people that want to make a quick dollar. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, are you really like into like? Are you really into helping these women like feel better about themselves? Because mm, like, you're just gonna make them feel worse about yeah, themselves. Yeah, because the way you're marketing it isn't fair on them. Yeah. Like to be like, you look like a piece of shit right now, and mm. but if you buy my program, I'm gonna fix that. Like that's not fair on and these women. Are you lonely, fat, <laughs> and depressed? <laughs> yes. You got a door. You got a gym. <laughs> yeah. It's just there seems to be like a disconnect, I guess, between like what the fitness. Mm. Look, what a lot of the fitness industry, I'm not saying that everyone in the fitness industry yeah. does this. Like there are a lot of great genuine people in the fitness industry who have a product and they want to actually help and reach people mm. and change lives. That's fine. But there's like a bit of a disconnect between those people that like don't really give a shit, but seem yeah. to like hit those nerve points that society has created as pain points for people and they do it very well, yeah. that they don't actually really care. Yeah. To me, that is sad because you know how many people, like for me, I know what it was like for me to be in that situation where I was vulnerable and upset and hated my body. And it's just not a great place. Like, you just, no one wants to have, like, you just don't want anyone to have that mindset. Yeah, it is. Like, you know, it is. It It affects you and it really shouldn't. It's just something that you've made up in your head. And I feel like us three and, you know, a lot of um, our friends in the industry are quite passionate about actually helping people sort of become happy with their bodies mm. and it's not like babe you're so beautiful like you look at it. it's not through that it's through giving people performance and intrinsic based and positive goals mm. rather than um these because as we explained before that's what we feel has made us happy mm. with ourselves yeah and I think as well like just being able to take someone from or help someone move better mm. or build their self-confidence. Like we see yeah, it in the gym every day. Degrading. Yeah, And it's, it's not just, just in the gym as well. It's like in life yeah. too. Like you take it out there, I think. like mm. I do think a lot of lessons. The other 23 learn. hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of lessons that you can learn in your health and fitness, if you're, if you're willing to develop it and you're willing to grow it and have that courage to, to learn and, and progress mm-hmm. you can really take a lot of these lessons out of the gym into into life really yeah. like the discipline and the you know working hard and um just trusting the process as well like mm-hmm. you know when you're in a in a 40 minute workout <laughs> and you're like hurting bad and you don't know if you're going to be able to breathe again you just have to trust that like your body's going to kind of keep going and that you're going to be able and to it get always to does yeah it always does and the more you do and practice that the better you become at trusting yeah. the process and trusting your body and trusting yourself and the kind of deeper you can go into that pain cave, mm. the fitter you get, the healthier you get, you know. And just scientifically, like, you get so many endorphins from exercising, like, that's mm. scientifically mm. proven. Yeah. And I've, I, from a personal experience, like, I feel like, you know, I've always been a very happy person and I've always been, I'll talk about me now, you guys are yeah, going to ask about my say, fitness journey, so there you go. I'll go for it. Come on. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so, nice. yeah. so if you guys got an hour, <laughs> no, so you know, I was always a very happy person, and because I was always doing netball and gymnastics and rowing and things like that. And then when I left school, I feel like I went through like the two years of a dark, dark time, age. and like I wasn't quite sure why. It wasn't like horrible or anything like that, but I just felt like I had like kind of sad spells for no reason. And then, anyways, I started. Um, it wasn't like a 
wasn't depressed or anything like that, but I felt like I just wasn't the same happy, positive person that I was when I was at school. Um, and then I started training again, just because I didn't do any sport. Like I just finished school and just didn't get a gym membership, just like didn't really do anything. Like I was quite active, but I wasn't like hitting weights or going on that many runs or anything like that. Anyways, I started training again and like now I just feel like nothing could bring me down. I'm just like super happy and I just feel really good all the time. So it's like obviously that's because I that's the difference. Like that's the thing for me. And I just wish like so many people who seem to get quite down all the time, I always feel like if they exercise, they would just – feel so much better and not get down all the time. But then once again, if they're exercising for the wrong reasons, then they're not going to feel yeah, like intrinsic happiness. Yourself, but, yeah. um, yeah, so I always find where from my experience of coaching, like especially at F45, <clears throat> just because um, I've been working there the longest, um, a lot of people come in and, like for me, I lifted weights when I did rowing. So... Well, I was quite competitive with my rowing at school and we always had to do weight sessions. So for me, it was like, go as heavy as you can, go as strong as you can so that the coach sort of sees you and puts you in the higher crew. So it was always like performance-based. And then now when sometimes when I'm coaching, I notice a lot of a lot of women, uh, guys that like they have testosterone, they're trying to pump the heaviest weights. It's like, bro, <laughs> slow down there, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, with girls, like... They'll be doing, like, two kilos on the bench press. And I, I go up and suggest, like, you know, you, you could probably do, like, eight kilos. Oh, I don't really want to get big arms. So they're not – they're obviously not doing it for the same reason. So you can see that they're fully focused on their body and how they look. And to be honest, it's not even, like, eight-kilo dumbbell press <laughs> bench press isn't going to ever get you big arms. So that's a, another common misconception, especially at such a cardio-based um, – fitness program it's only actually going to do wonders for your body in terms of looks um mm. but that's not the motivation anyways and the thing that I've noticed with um people who have sort of transformed their bodies the most it's always been the people who've kind of done it over a slow sort of longer burn mm -hmm. so people have come in maybe with a bit of an unhealthy lifestyle and an unhealthy body like a bit high percentage of fat low muscle um <clears throat> the girls who come in and train and I can kind of tell that they're pushing themselves because they love pushing themselves or they want to get that push up or they want to get that you know 15 kilo dumbbell press those are the girls who I see have the best results and the results that stay and their lives change and you can see it and then the girls who come in and they're like you know they kind of got that other motivation like oh, I don't want to lift that because my arms will get big or I just want to do like squats to get my ass or whatever it is like mm. all about looks I, I don't see the same results for them as I do the girls who come in and actually love training yeah. and that's their focus and then I look at them like a year later and I'm like wow your body is completely different to mm -hmm. you know when you first came in here and that's like the best thing ever. So I think if people shifted their focus, you know, you'd actually, you know, and be it's happy. True. It is a slow burn. It's mm. not, um, it's not a quick and easy fix. It never yeah. is. And that, and even with, so you've got two aspects, you've got physical and then you've got mindset and both of them are not like the light bulb. Like sometimes the light bulb I think goes off with, you know, your, your mindset, like, but mm. it does take a lot of mm. dedication and practice. Like, it's not like you... Like, you really have to train yourself to think in a different way, I think. Mm, yeah. So you really have to be, like, immersed in a, either a culture or a way of life which, um, I guess, is conducive to what you want to achieve mm. in terms of the intrinsic motivation side of things. So if I'm like, oh, 
there was a so there was a point I'll talk about this. There's a point in my life where I started doing CrossFit and I started building muscle. Um, <laughs> um, and I started building muscle. And George is just being funny. Was just being funny. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't see on the video. We're gonna pop this up on uh, Facebook Live and Instagram Live and all that stuff. I was thinking my nose well. <laughs> It's not. It's not that interesting. It's just us sitting around a table. Um, but Georgia occasionally uh, pulling faces. So I started putting on muscle and there was a point where people started commenting about whether mm. I wanted to put that much muscle on, which I found very interesting um, because for me I was like the healthiest and happiest I think I've ever been um, at that point. Like I just found something that I genuinely loved to do in terms of working out and training and was uh, that was when I guess that intrinsic motivation came to to light like that really like I like to develop my skill and I like to see progress and as long as I feel like I'm achieving something like I will keep going with it as soon as I stop seeing results like I have to stop and be like well why am I seeing results and figure out why that is like that's really appealing to me and um, for whatever reason it's just something that you know makes my tail wag like I just really enjoy I really enjoy being like progress, progress, progress. Oh shit! Even if there's a roadblock, like okay, well, how do I get around this? And uh, CrossFit definitely was like a great avenue for that. You know, you see Mm. continual progress. You see you're able to build strength. You're able to build athletic abilities. Which you know, even when I was um, rowing and um, you know the the peak of like my gymnastics and rowing career, like. I just wasn't even like that thin. I just don't know how. Like, mm. it's it's crazy to me. But um, the the point that I wanted to make was people in society were telling me you're not fitting into the box. Like, you need to make a decision. Making comments because, but the thing is, like, you're such an incredible athlete, and as soon as you started to play on that, you became this absolute animal. Like, you know, not many people have your genetics, or are lucky enough to have your genetics. So when people were commenting, like, oh, like you kind of look bigger or you look really muscly it's not feminine or whatever it's like shouldn't you be saying wow you can do a lot with your body like you could do all these chin-ups you can lift 90 kilos overhead squat like you can do all this amazing stuff with your body that's really impressive and like it's the same with all athletes like you know the crossfit girls or the tennis like people always comment on serena williams oh she's so big or whatever it's like she fucking smashes it yeah how are you commenting on her body like can you do that no you can't so why are you commenting on how her body looks and they don't do that with males and another thing with building a lot of muscle is you can also eat a lot Mm. i found that when i was playing lfl yeah like i had to put on muscle to play there and and i know like that's when I was in my peak. Like I was lifting the heaviest, you know, sprinting, quickest peak performance. Just you know, eating all the foods. Maybe we should put up. Maybe we should put up some photos on our Instagram as well. See what people think. Like if you think it's it's gross or then fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, well not. It's technically isn't the podcast for you then. No, no, it's not that. Like it's not. We're not saying you guys should all get. Like really buff and shredded in muscle. We're not saying that. We're just saying, hmm. like that's. I don't have that body type. I don't look like you guys, but like I'm, go doing the best thing that my body can do. Like I'm working to the best of its ability. So you, look you just need awesome. to, what you just need to be happy. No, no, I know. I'm, I know. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I know. I'm just saying like 
you have to be happy with your body. We're not saying you guys should all become these freaking units. We're just saying that you need to to um, do the best that <laughs> no. your body can do. And for Ellie, she was doing the best that her body could do. She was working to all of her abilities and people were like giving her negative comments about it, which is so that, Yeah, and this, well, that's the that's the point I wanted to make that yeah. because I didn't fit into what people yeah. perceive, perceive as what you should look like as a woman in society, Yeah, I was getting a lot of flack for that. Like, oh, your arms are getting... Like the most common one was like, oh, your arms are getting a bit big. Are you sure you like want to keep doing what you're doing? Um, oh, your back's crazy, your legs are crazy, like just all these, mm. just, like a crazy cop. Like, you know, you never go up to someone that was... So your you know, ass is getting a bit fat. You reckon you should go on a diet. <laughs> yeah, like, like no one does that kind of thing. Yeah, but for some reason, it's okay for people in society to comment on People who are actually or... doing good things for themselves, but you can't comment on people who are doing bad things for mm. themselves. So there was a, well, there was really a point where I had to decide, like, am I shit, like, do I need to stop doing something that I really love or do I just, like ignore mm. all these people that are saying all this stuff and, and continue on that path and, and do something that I really enjoy. And, um, I mean, obviously it's obvious that's what I did. I yeah. decided that I was going to keep training CrossFit and go to regionals and do all that kind of stuff because like, I really did love the training. And, um, mm. if this was, if my body reflects all that hard work and people can't appreciate it, then yeah. that's fine. Like, I can appreciate it myself. Yeah, and it's not unlucky that you have that body. It's lucky because you're freaking killing it. You know what I mean? Like, And people just aren't seeing that. They're seeing your body and just think, oh, it's all about how you look. But it's like she fucking look smashes the CrossFit. Like she's amazing. Like you're amazing at your, your completely athletic ability is amazing. Like, And I just think as well, like for me, there's just more to life. Mm. Like than worrying about what you look like constantly. Like – there's just more important things and just... And you, anyway, you still you look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I look great, guys. It's fine. <laughs> but everyone's got a different body type and you, everyone looks amazing, you know what I mean? Mm. As long as you're... Everyone everyone's looks, beautiful. In yeah. Well, no, everyone's beautiful if you're if you're doing good things for your body. You know what I mean? And I think as well, good things for you. Like, for me, yeah. I feel like... Imagine if I had listened to people... Like, who knows? Like, I might still be happy and doing what I'm doing or doing something else or whatever, like whatever path that would have led me down if I had just been like, oh, shit, I need to stop and, like, go back to running on the treadmill or whatever. But, you know, this lifestyle and, and this life has just brought me so much joy in the last, you know, five or so, how long it's been, it's been like seven years, something crazy. Um, it's gone by really fast. Um, and Time flies when having fun. getting up. And I'm just really grateful that, you know, I – had the balls, I guess, to be like, nah, like, Fuck I'm not going to... Yeah, but no I'm one said anything when you were, like, you know, eating a piece of lettuce for lunch and vomiting Yeah, everyone was meals. like, oh, well done. <laughs> like, I'd have, like, salad and everyone's like... Babe, did you just go to the bathroom and vomit? Good yeah, luck. <laughs> Don't get those calories in. That's yeah. gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> so gross. Um, so, <laughs> I think with that, like, I've been talking for a while... Um, could go on have, for hours. Yeah, could go. So what we'll do is we'll wrap it up now with any last final thoughts, um, and then we'll be back next week with a with a different topic. Maybe we haven't figured it out yet because this is our first one. Something <laughs> exciting. Something. Stay tuned. So do the maybe suspense. we just do like a, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So let's do like a quick um, overview. Final thoughts. Do you want me to go first? Or? Yep. Off you go. Um, may as well. <laughs> may as well, because I'm talking. Let so. the whole podcast. No. 
So um, I think the biggest thing that I would have taken from this podcast, so like just general takeaways, was like the doing things for yourself and just finding, I guess, an overall program or something in your health and fitness that you uh, internally drawn towards, something that makes your tail wag, um, and then just stick with it and get better at it and, and work towards um, the goals while enjoying the process of, of getting there. That's probably my biggest thing. Yeah. Well, I guess what I, what my whole thing is like, everyone's got a different body type and you have to sort of accept your body type, be happy with it and work to your strengths. Mm. Like, be grateful for if it. If you're even. super skinny and you're really good at running, then go and run and like ex- excel in that. And if you're a mesomorph, then don't let people hold you back if you're super good at lifting weights, you know. Don't let anyone hold you back. Like just work to the best of your your body type and your ability yeah. and smash it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think just be grateful for what you have. Mm. Like, um, you know, someone someone else might be not as well off in, you know, a certain area, but mm. then they have, you know, something that's, you know, great about them. Um, I would say that have something to focus on that's bigger than yourself yeah have that intrinsic yeah. motivation as we've all said it's yeah it's seemed to inspire uh true happiness and in, in all of us mm. that uh especially ellie said that she didn't have before with her training and it wasn't it wasn't just about training it was like you know it's like you think about how you look or people think about that stuff all the time yeah. and I, I know that probably a lot of people listening i probably do like think about their looks or how they look a lot so yeah. you know it's important to try and get out of that yeah. and don't don't let deep like, spiral don't let fear or anything like that hold you back you know you don't know how to train or mm. you don't know what to do where to start you know there's always people out there maybe we could talk about that next week that can help you fears of training mm. fears of training beat the bum, fear bum, bum. all right girls well sure. done <laughs> all right need, like a sign off You've been listening to Turn Up Oh, um, if anybody, if anybody wants some more information or to follow anything, where can we find you on the socials? Um, so we're at Tone Athletica. Yep. For all Facebook and guys, if you want a program that's gonna get you abs, <laughs> get your ass big, so that you're gonna get the guy of your dreams, come to Tone Athletica. <laughs> yep. We're not, we're not about that. Elbows from Tone Athletica. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram as Kayla Lee Physio, um, also known as the Fit Physio. All GPT, baby. All GPT all day. It's all deep. All guys. Stay classy, Cindy. <laughs> Stay classy. Cindy. <laughs> Stay classy, Northern Beaches. <laughs> all right, see you later. I like that last little bit. Yeah, See you bitches later. It's just like, I'm out. Well, that's it for today, ladies. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more of our incredible value-packed content, you can find us through these three names, at Tone, at AllGPT, and at Physio on Instagram. And guys, we would love it if you could please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or whichever podcast app you're using. And also leave a positive comment in the comment section. If you have any friends or family that would also love our podcast, we'd appreciate very much the recommendation. Until next time, girls, stay strong.